Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains, along with my partner from the Trenton Times and NJ.com, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars, Ted and Ken Dunnick. And we are going to talk about week one in the win column. It wasn't easy, but we got it done. Before we jump in, Mark, I want to mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man is more than just an upscale men's magazine. Our Legacy Club Business Network has over 300 members and is a vital tool for local networking. If you would like more information on how Jersey Man and Philly Man can help you and your business, please call me at 856-912-4007 or email ken at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information. So, Mark, we talked uh, at nauseum uh, in the early episodes about the preseason and how worthless it was and how the main players didn't get any time. And for the first half, the Eagles showed some serious rust going down 17 to nothing to the skins, but they knocked it off and they worked their way out of it. And the star of the show, well, two stars really, of course, Carson Wentz had a great day, but Deshaun Jackson, who I was on the fence about, I'll be the first to admit, uh, if he's ready to play and could play like this, he had the dimension that will take the Eagles uh, probably to the playoffs. Well, yeah, that's you know that's what they lacked. They they needed a the, the home run hitter, so to speak. You know, a deep threat to take to open everything else up for him. And he he did more than that Sunday. He he you know he he was the player of the game. I mean he you know he turned that game around, uh, going against his playing for his one-time former team against his other former team, I guess, right? You know, yeah. uh, going back to burn the Redskins there a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure what his mindset is, but a lot of time, you know, when a player comes back home, and I, I think Deshaun Jackson uh, thinks of Philly as his football home, even though he's made a couple stops along the way. You mentioned the Redskins and Tampa Bay. But he looks like he's happy to be here. He's engaged. From everything that I read, he's a positive force in the locker room. And, again, that's speed on the outside. That's something you can coach, and it will open up all the other aspects of the Eagles passing game and the running game. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's what you want to see from him. I mean, and, again, he's had his he's had his issues in the past. Let's, let's not hide that. I mean, um, but like you said, like, and when they signed him, I told you, I said, I think this is a different person than the guy that, left here whatever many years ago yeah what would they just say that I, I remember you saying that and it was interested in the comment but what what would lead you to believe that that was the case just seeing i mean just hearing him speak now here you know um talking to other people about him i mean i, I mean i think i <laughs> let's be honest he was not a model citizen I'll, no I'll no there was there was gang references early on there was some was the whole when, when his house got robbed, right? Again, it, it looked kind of like an inside job there a little bit. I mean, he wasn't. He had his issues. Let's let's, be, let's just put it out there. But yeah. he, I think he's, I think he's grown up. I know um, he has a child now, and uh, he's a father, and he's he's in. You know, he's proud of that fact. And um, sometimes it takes some people longer than others to realize <laughs> where they are and, and 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 who they are and how to behave basically. And, and I, you know, I, I just, it was a good pickup. It was a good pickup all, all around on and off the field for the Eagles. And um, they took a little bit of a chance with them. Um, now he has, and I'll, I will say this, the only, the only negative 
he's had injury issues the last, you know, in his career and last yeah. couple of years. And he did, and he did take a silly penalty in the in the first uh, half of that a retaliation game. kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, let's see. I mean, it's a long season. It's a long season, but so far, we're so really good for him. You know, he like I said, he they don't win that game without him. I agree, and you know, I was at the game. I, I was lucky enough to be sitting in a, uh, in, a in a suite with a, a client of mine, and so you really you can't get uh, the full uh, the full notion of the replay because you're seeing it live. But I did watch the replay. And it's amazing that Deshaun Jackson, who's not a young player anymore, still has that separation to separate from those corners on the deep route. And, you know, again, if he's, if his mind is right, he's, he's a really a tremendous addition to the team. But let's, let's talk a little bit about Carson Wentz, slow start offensively. You know, they get down 17 to nothing uh, primarily because, you know, Washington's offense marched the ball up and down the field and the Eagles offense really didn't get a chance to play, but ending up 28 for 39 with 313 and three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's a solid start for a player that didn't play at all in the preseason. No, and, and he snapped out of it quickly too. Like you said, the first half, a little slow, um, a little bit of, like you said, a little rust on him, I think from not playing, but, um, again, I'm, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't there and I wasn't even, you know, I'm, I'm seeing the scores come, come in i'm thinking what's going on here and i'm thinking all right maybe it was turnover no interesting thing about the game no no turnovers which for the first right. game is kind of that, that's a good sign i mean you, you you come out a little sloppy the eagles weren't sloppy they just weren't getting it done offensively right it was just a lack of execution more or less a lack of execution but but again washington did such a good job on offense and you know got to hand it to case keenum he marched the redskins up and down the field in the first half, I would have liked to have known what the halftime speech was all about because the Eagles came out with a defensive intensity in the second half, and really Washington was not effective at all in well, either the running game or the passing game. But it could have been his Case Keenum figured out he was Case Keenum. In the <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're a little too rough on these guys, right? Case Keenum is not a bad. He's not. He's okay. Can we say he's, he's better, as good as he's he's better than Cody Kessler? Can we say he's better than Cody Kessler? Oh, Will God. you at least give me that? I told you, Cody Kessler and Clayton Dorson couldn't play the arena league. Right All right, now. so since since we're on the I told you so bandwagon, let's talk about a feature back for the Eagles that you couldn't even believe made the team. Darren Sproles started, led the team in rushing with 47 yards. Jordan Howard, 44. Miles Sanders, uh, 25. Jordan Howard mostly was mop-up time as they tried to run out the clock in the fourth quarter. I, I found that a little curious, but what do you think about the way the Eagles are spreading the time around for the running backs? I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I think what Doug does is he looks at the opponent and what, and what back he thinks will be most effective against that team's defense, which isn't a bad way to do it when you have more than one. Um, and I guess he thought Sproles would be the most effective early on against Redskins. Um, again, did Sproles, I mean, when he was getting, he was getting the bulk of the work in the first half when the offense wasn't, wasn't going anywhere, right? Yeah, he, he had most of the carries. He started the ball game, and he does add a dimension, you know, out of the backfield as far or, as or, the, or the maybe receivers. He just, you know, he, Sproles is only going to play about six. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> Before he gets playing play him while he's healthy, right, while you have him. That's pretty fun. <laughs> I like I like Darren a lot as a person. I just can't believe he's. St- 
he was talking. I mean, I haven't covered a team now in three years, and he was telling me three years ago he was he was thinking about retiring. So yeah, he's been talking uh, about that for a while. But how about how about Corey Clement not getting any touches other than he was, uh, yeah, he was, like he was a kickoff returner? But I, I like him too. But you know, there's just so many so many spots to go around, and he's the odd man out right now. I think that's gonna that's gonna be a thing that we're gonna talk about every week. I think that's gonna be an issue. Now, I'm I'm gonna call. Him. I mean. It's not an issue as long as you win, um, but I think every week you're going to see a different guy get the get the most carries. I think I really do. I think I think Doug looks when he breaks down like they're all right. They're playing the Falcons this week. He's watching tons of film on the Falcons, and he's going to decide. Each one of his backs is a little bit different. It's not like they're all the same. Right. So he's going to look at the Falcons, break them down, and decide. Okay, this week Sanders is the guy that's going to get most of the work, or Howard's going to, you know. And that's going to be the game plan. Now, game plans, if you're a good coach and Doug's a good coach, you have to get off your game plan some sometime if it's not working and switch to the, to plan B. But he has four, you know, he has four capable backs. He's got and, four capable backs. I think Jordan Howard would be characterized as the bigger, more powerful yes. back. I was a little surprised he wasn't in there on some of the short yardage situations. They stayed with Darren Sproles that I thought was curious. Yeah, I, don't, that doesn't, I don't think that makes a lot of sense, yeah. but I don't, you know, but, but what I, one thing, speaking of short yardage, you saw Carson Wentz quarterback sneak a few times, which we he had, did. Right? And yeah. how are you going to, how are you going to stop? That's him? hard to I mean, stop a guy. That's, that's, right? And they were loaded up on the inside. They still couldn't stop it. Hey, you know, one, one sour note for the Eagles, Malik Jackson is yeah. out for the year. Liz Frank injury. He's going to have surgery. Luckily, the Eagles are deep at defensive line. They did, however, sign de- defensive tackle Akeem Spence, who was a fourth-round pick out of Tampa Bay in 2013. Spent some time with Detroit and Miami, and uh, they've added him to the roster. And unfortunate injury because Jackson was a great pickup uh, on the, in the offseason for defensive line and would have had an impact as an Eagle. Yeah, I mean that's the guy that they were counting on to beat. I mean, you, they have some depth there. You're right, but now now they're they lost. You know, their their number two guy, Fletcher Cox, obviously number one. But so now now Jernigan, I guess, will start. Jernigan will start, and I'll tell you who played pretty well, Vinny Curry. I mean, you know, Vinny Curry left the team a couple of years ago. Everybody didn't think it was a big deal. He kind of meandered through the league for a year or two, and then. Uh, you know, he looks like another like Deshaun Jackson. He's come back motivated to be an Eagle. Yeah, and, and Vinny, you know, you have to use him the right way, and you you rotate him in. You know, um, you don't want him out there. You know, every play, you don't want him out there getting beat up on the on the run a lot. But yeah, I mean, he'll, I guess he'll have the Chris Long role, right? I mean, he'll, he'll come in, spell Graham a little bit, spell Bart. He could play either side. Yep. So I mean that they yeah they're they're okay outside the ends I think are fine. Um, losing losing um, Jackson, Jackson inside, Jernigan has to step it up, and then one of those young guys has to step into maybe it's a Spence guy or um, one of the young kids has to have to step up to be that third tackle. Because one right. thing um, Jim Schwartz is going to do, he uses all if you're dressed on if you're if you're in uniform, you're going to play. Oh, yeah. He uses everybody. He does. He loves to roll those defensive linemen in and out. Hey, Eagles have Atlanta this week. Of course, Julio Jones just signs a big contract. Matt Ryan, local product. Um, now, they stumbled last week against Minnesota, and I hate playing teams that are coming off a loss 
playing them on the road because there's a little bit of extra motivation there. They're going to be a dangerous team for the Eagles this year. Uh, Yeah, I don't like the Eagles this week going to Atlanta for a couple of reasons. One, what you just said, coming off, coming home after a loss, is is always is never you know for the opponent is it's never a good thing. Plus, you know, it seems to me the last I don't know how many times the Eagles have played the Falcons, but every game seems to have been in Philly, and the Eagles have won. And for whatever reason, Matt Ryan, the Philly native, like you said, about guys coming home and playing and getting, he just does not. I don't know if it's just if it's being home and he. He tries too hard or whatever it is. He plays his worst games of his career have seemed to have come on the road against the Eagles. He just well, you know what, though? A, a lot, a, but a lot of his bad games are on the road. When you're a dome quarterback That's true, and you've too. got those pristine conditions and you go outside, it's a whole different animal. The wind, yeah, right the sun. That. I mean, uh, you know, I've studied Matt Ryan a lot, and he does play poorly in Philadelphia, but he doesn't seem to play as well at all these other outdoor venues. So and think about it. Most of his, you know, he has eight home games a year, but then he also always plays the Saints on the road. But that that's a dome game. So that's at least right. a minimum of nine games he has every year in a yeah. dome. And depending yeah. on the rest of the schedule, he might only play three or four games a year outside. outside. Yeah. So, so it's a big difference. But he'll, hey, be um, dome, he'll be in that dome this week, and he is very good at home. And I think the Falcons – have a little, I hate to use the word re, re, revenge game. I don't really believe in that a whole lot, but I just think the Falcons want to beat the Eagles more than they want to beat well, a lot of teams. They, they do, and the Eagles better be ready because Atlanta's going to be ready for them. Hey, real quick, we've only got about a minute left. Nick Foles suffers a terrible clavicle injury in the first half of his first game, and he's had surgery and is now out for uh, eight weeks. Tough to see that for Nick because he's such a great guy and we wish him well down there. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, here's, you know, Nick Foles, I mean, I don't want to say poor Nick Foles, the guy is a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. So all and that. Just signed, and just signed an $80 million contract. Yeah, yeah. So he's not, yeah. poor is the wrong word, yeah. but you have to feel for the guy. He finally gets his chance. You know, he's, he's the guy. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no quarterback controversy. There's no foul. He's the guy that got the Jaguars gave him a bunch of money to, to be the guy. He doesn't play a quarter. And he's out, and he and he and he, get, and he play. He was playing well. He took him down for a nice touchdown pass, um, looking like you know, looking like Nick, the, the good Nick Foles. And then, like you said, he's out a minimum eight weeks. And I guess it'll depend if you know what the, how the Jaguars are playing and how he heals up. Right. But it could be longer. I mean, if if they're if they're two and six. Do you bring him back even? Or you just yeah, and this happened to Aaron Rodgers uh, last year, and it was tough right. for him to come back. Hey, the time is gone. Quilty, Mark, we'll have a, a recap, hopefully, of an Eagles win next week on the Bird Brains. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time.